Hi, my name is Queen Zoya Counts, and I would like to welcome you to my podcast, Miss Z's Storytelling. Today, I will be reading Kadia, written by Queen Zoya Counts, narrated by Queen Zoya Counts. This will be the final episode of this season, Kadia. I will be reading chapters 32 through chapters 34 and 35. Once again, I would like to thank you for listening to Kadia. You can find this book on Amazon under Queen Zoya Counts. And I would like for you to prepare for the next season that is going to be a dreams, but there was no Abana, just me, and I was sitting in the back seat, while she, Kente, was the driver. I felt strange, but she felt familiar. It was as if part of my being had taken a seat while the other half had taken control. It's hard to explain, but I had no fear. It was like I was her. I tried to stand up and move closer to her, but I could not move. This did not scare me, for I knew that Kente would not hurt me. I began to understand that Abana had taken, had been taken over by May when I saw them on her bus. I was attempting to save her, but then I had gotten stopped. If I had gotten home a lot sooner, I would have been able to help her fight. No, you could not have stopped May from taking her, I heard a woman's voice say to me. Standing in front of me was the skeleton woman I had also seen in my dreams. Who are you? I asked. Marinette, she replied. Why did you prevent me from helping my sister? You had not yet merged with Kente. Your sister Abana needed to be taught a lesson. Everything my disciple told you was the truth. She is very jealous of you and she wanted the power. I don't want this. She's the one who has always been in tune with the spiritual shit. I just want to be happy and live my life knowing that my sister will always be by my side. I said, you will live your life and she will be by your side. Kente has always been a part of you. She came back to destroy May from ending her bloodline. I am the one who will give you your power, just like I did Kente. Your ancient ancestors believed in us, and I have always been with your bloodline. I work with people who want to work with me and understand my power. May offered those witches as a burnt offering to me, but it was not accepted. Look into my eyes. I stared into Marinette's eyes and her flames jumped into me. I felt like I could control the flames and I needed to regain control of myself. I stood up and I began to walk towards the front of the bus. And as soon as I got to the driver's seat, Kente looked at me and when she saw the flames dancing in my eyes, she got up and joined with me and we took the wheel. Chapter 33, fight a spirit with the spirit.
I came to when I could see the blood still flowing from my arms. I began to focus with my mind and the cut began to heal itself. I jumped up off the table with my newfound strength and pushed May against the wall. My, 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 May said, smirking. I see that Kente has empowered you. No, it was merriment, I said that cannot be. I gave her a burnt offering and she was supposed to help me. Bitch, your offerings are not accepted by her. You will let my sister go and you will go back to hell from where you came from. I yelled. Who do you think you're commanding? May said to me. Closing her eyes, she began chanting in a language that I had never heard of and the floor began to split in two. I jumped to avoid falling through the crack and then I saw William. He had been freed from what was holding him and he was able to jump across the split and the crack in the floor to stand by my side. May clapped her hands in the heat of the cabin and walked, almost hitting William's truck. We could see the night and the full moon. William began to shake. Something is, 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 is happening to me. I watched as William flung his head back in pain and fell to the floor. I could see him writhing around and I knelt beside him. William, I said, placing my hands on his shoulder. Don't touch me, he cried out. I moved away from him as he began to scream out in pain as his body convulsed and it felt like I could see his flesh beginning to rip apart. May had jumped over the crack and she held the machete high in the air. Just as she swung the machete down towards my head, a huge wolf lunged at her and pinned her down to the floor. William had become the wolf. He howled. May began fighting the beast, trying to free herself from his clutches. The wolf began ripping chunks out of her arm with his claws. No! I screamed, for that was my sister's body. The wolf stopped and looked at me, that is still my sister. Slowly the wolf began backing away from May as she regained herself and stood up. She waved over her arm and the wounds vanished. Marinette, if you are with me, help me. I began to feel the fire inside of me and when I looked at May, fire came from my eyes and made a circle around her. I walked to her and stepped through the flames. Grabbing the back of Abana's head, I placed my hands on the back of her neck and I snatched May from her body. Abana fell to the floor. Suddenly my mouth opened and a huge flame sprouted forth like a whirlwind. I saw Kente step out the flame. It takes a spirit, the finest spirit, she said to me. May tried to flee through the top of the cottage, but Kente grabbed her. You have always wanted to destroy me, but now that same destruction that you had for me will end you, Kente said to her. Let me go, May cried. Kente opened her mouth and swallowed May's so chapter 34 us 
I rushed over to Abinah trying to wake her up. I prayed that she had not died and that her soul had not been with May. Slowly she began to come to and I helped her to her feet. I walked her over to the couch to sit down. As I was helping her, the wolf had turned back into William and he was placing what was left of his clothes back on. Kente had moved towards Abinah and I and she hugged us. Thank you for helping us, Mama. I said to her as tears streamed down my face. I could not stop the tears from flowing from my eyes. It seemed like all my emotions hit me at once and I could not stop crying. Is she coming back? Abana asked. Her voice was very weak as she was trying to regain her strength. No, she will not be back, Kente said to her. May is in a place where she needs to be. Maybe one day she will understand but as far as trying to repossess you and take you over no I could still feel Marinette inside of me and as she spoke to my sister now have you learned your lesson yes Abana answered I need to respect all that is and be accepting of my own gifts yes daughter Kenta replied for by your actions you caused the death of three of my disciples and they loved me so much that their lives ended. The power that you are seeking and wanting from your sister is yours to share. You are both part of me and it will continue to flow through all my daughters. But why did mama not tell me about you and who I was? Why did she only tell Abana? I asked Kente. Kente looked at me. Abana has always believed in the ancestors in the spirit world. You believed a little bit, and your mother was afraid that you would reject your heritage. Abana was supposed to wake you up to your power, not try to take it. I'm so sorry for all that, Abana said, weeping. It's okay, I said to her, comforting her. No, it's not okay. I have been so jealous of you, and that jealousy caused me to be an easy target for May. I could have killed you. She could have killed you, she cried. But you didn't. She didn't. I truly understand it all. The dreams that I have been having with the ancestors waking me and telling me what I needed to pay attention to. I love you, Abana. William walked over to me and placed his arm around my shoulder. Kente turned to face us. You and her, y'all look just like us, but you are not us. We did not reincarnate inside of you, but we walk with you, Kente said to us. Will I always be a werewolf, William Master? Yes, you will be, but you will be able to control the change. Your job is to protect them because not only are they my daughters, but they are the daughters of Marinette Pantois as well. The werewolves protect her and her children. You will be able to live a normal life. James did with me. And look at what our children produced. I glanced up at William and he was smiling. Kadia, you have been chosen to take care of the spirits in our family. That right has been given to you. So it will be up to you to make sure that we are remembered and that the bloodline keeps the tradition. Abana, you will help her 
but you will be the healer. You already do readings and you help others, Kente said to us. Trust in your abilities and know that we are here to guide you because you look like me. You will find people who will want to follow you like they did me. This came from trusting in my ancestors and believing in Marinette. You will always be able to speak to me and even your mother. Do not believe in anything man-made, but follow your intuition and create. The power is yours to be able to create anything that you want as long as it is not being done for selfish reasons. Abana cast her head down. Abana, do not do that. You have learned, and from this experience, you will be able to help others. You wanted to travel a darker path, and there is nothing wrong with that. But you must learn how to balance out both sides of who you are. Working with the spirits and gaining power is not about being rich and famous. It has to be about your way of life. I understand, Mama, Abba said. Kente closed her eyes and began chanting in her native tongue. Suddenly the cottage was made back whole and it looked like the cottage had never been touched. I love you both and I have to leave, but make sure you give offerings constantly and set something up for Marinette. Allow her to talk to you about what she wants and you'll see, you'll go far. I nodded my head in agreement, then Kente was gone. I could not feel the fire inside of me. But I knew that when the time comes, I would feel it again. Chapter 35, Kadia. As I stared out the window at the Smoky Mountains, I began to smile. This weekend was a weekend to remember. I had been awakened to my ancestors, to the spiritual world, and to the truth. Everything that I thought could not exist, existed, and the fear that I once felt had disappeared. Not to say that there will not be times when I will be nervous, but if I have the love of my people backing me, who shall I fear? I glanced over at William as he kept fiddling with the radio, trying to find some music he wanted to listen to. He took my hand into his and kissed it. I could get used to riding with him and seeing parts of the United States that I had never seen. We were on our way to Knoxville, and I told Avana that that's where I was going with him. At first she was upset because all of what we had experienced and she didn't want to be alone. But I told her that I would be back during the middle of the week. I explained to her that I wanted to get to know him more and to add on to the love that I was already feeling for him. He no longer cared that we were not of the same race. I no longer cared that he was white. I loved him and I did not want to leave his side. I took my cell phone from my bag and went to Amazon to shop. I wanted to buy a new journal to record all the visions that would be coming to me now. You know, since I had awakened what was dormant in me, I activated my ancestral part of my DNA. I also wanted to record all my journeys. As I stared at him, his countenance had changed. His beard seemed to have grown longer and there was a white strip running down the center of it. His hair looked a little bushier and he was really looking sexy to me. It appeared like he had more strength, like more confidence in himself. Maybe it had something to do with this shape-shifting into a werewolf, but all I knew was that he would never allow anything or anyone 
closer to him. And as I did, I could feel heat coming from him. Baby, you feel so warm, I said to him. William gave me a mischievous smile. He moved closer to me and it got me all warm. Keep it up and the beast is going to come out. He growled at me. I started laughing. <laughs> you don't want this fire. I looked up into the rearview mirror as fire danced in my eyes. The end. Arthur's Note. I would like to take this time to thank everyone who took the time to read and listen to my book. I love the mountains and I have always felt so spiritual when I visit them. As I was writing this book and researching the area, I found out that there really were white slave masters who married their African slaves and moved to the mountains. There they lived amongst the Native Americans in I did not know this before I wrote this book, so if in any way parts of my book reflect on the history of a family during that era, I meant no harm. This book is fictional, and the characters are all fictional. The narrative of this book was given to me in a dream. If the ancestors are wanting me to tell a part of a tale of someone's life so that their story may be heard, I did, and I truly give thanks. Queen. Special acknowledgments. I would like to thank Kanaz Falan and Raven Caldera for their book titled Drawing Down the Spirits, the Traditions and Techniques of Spirit Possession. You can also find their book on Amazon. By reading their book, I was able to have a better understanding of my own spiritual possessions. Chapter 7, Spirit and Flesh, How Possession Works. It is one of the best ways to experience divinity. It shoves your face in the fact that there is something bigger than you, right in front of you, every day. It is a far wilder and more personal experience of divinity than other methods I have experienced. Summer Wind Toshlin, Pagan Spirit Worker. This whole chapter helped me tremendously, and I would like to thank you. Peace.